Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, or whatever part of the world you're at, whatever time of the day it is that you're listening to this. Just tell me what's going on. This is D. Frank, or as my government birth certificate would say, Derek Franklin. And I'm here bringing you this very first in- introductory, the prologue episode of my podcast. And if you read the title, it is called One Day at a Time Podcast. And if you've been living on a rock or don't know many cliches, you already know that cliche uh, taking things one day at a time. That's why I dev- uh, got the name for my podcast from. And sometimes we need subtle and sometimes just obvious reminders to take things one day at a time. Because I already know, I know I do this, I'm guilty of this, of just getting overwhelmed sometimes, overzealous, overambitious about certain projects and just getting things done. And sometimes you just need to just take it back to basics, break it down, take a step back, breathe in, breathe out, do whatever you got to do to calm down your anxiety and just take it one day at a time. So I hope some of the things that I will eventually talk about in later episodes will help you just calm calm your ass down and just take it take it one day at a time. And I will be bringing topics and things that are very relevant in my life. And I will occasionally try to bring in guests that can help me talk about those set situations and subjects a lot better than me and what and then also where I can just feed off of them and we can just bring you a quality some quality content because I sometimes it's just good to have a second opinion of somebody who's actually been through a subject that you know a subject or trial or tribulation it don't even have to necessarily be a trial and tribulation or just Something, you know, that's experienced the same experience that I'm over here talking about or what you're going through, because let's face it, everybody needs to, you know, to have that uh, voice of reasoning and just just have a set a mindset and just 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 that train of thought to know that somebody has been through some of the same things you've been going through and, you know, just. And then possibly give you some advice on how to make it through it. So a lot of these things will be relevant in your life as well. So I'm going to give you a quick rundown or I'm going to try to make it quick of a rundown about me and then the direction that I'm planning on taking this podcast to. Um, As you know, um, I just said my name's, you know, your name's Derek Franklin. I'll. I'm an Alabama boy, born and raised, born in Tuscaloosa, and raised down in Greensboro, Alabama, down in Hale County, man. Shout out to home. I know I'm barely there, but I, I think about home all the time. We down in Hale County, represent that county seat, went to high, uh, elementary, high school there, didn't, uh, I, no, I didn't go to daycare. I was in Head Start down in, in Sawyerville. Yeah, man, I ain't. I, I can never forget where I'm from, man. We real country down there, and you could probably tell by this accent if you ain't from the South or Bama or whatever. So, I know y'all gonna give me a hard time, but 
I really don't give a damn. <laughs> but it's all good, though. It's all good. So, yeah, born and raised in Alabama. Been, I spent just about all my life here, except I'll say about a five-year gap. And, you know, I'll get into that a little bit more uh, when I talk about my, you know, just quick career rundown when I was in the military. And, you know, I was, as I was saying, I was, I was raised down here in Greensboro, down in, in a little, in, in a little area of what they call the hills. Yeah, dog, um, the people are from back home, if you're listening, y'all already know how country we is out there outside the city, outside the town city, whatever you want to call it, because man, it's already small, you know, Greensboro already small enough, and then they go out there in the, out there in the woods, man, everybody used to have jokes like, man, y'all live all the way out here, man, and Man, y'all, I thought Solvo was country, man. Y'all real country out here. So, yeah, I'm almost as country as it gets, man. Um, raised by my parents, my mom and my dad both. We was, I, I, I had both of them just about all my, well, had my dad all my life. Um, my mom, you know, she died when I was 20 going on 21. So I had her all the way up until just about adulthood. We lived out there, out there in the country, man. Um. We did it, man. My daddy, you know, he was, he was, you know, his cattle farm, you know, my mom and dad both came from those farm backgrounds and got all the uncles and aunts and, you know, my grandparents, you know, they they worked it, you know, they owned, owned their own land and worked the fields and everything like that. So, you know, those values was instilled in our parents. Well, my parents, well, I can't say I because uh, I got two brothers as well. Shout out to my brother. Both of my brothers, man, Dave and Dave and Tay, y'all keep holding it down, man. But yeah, they they instill some of those, a lot of those same values of working hard and everything from you know just the life that they live. We my dad raised cattle, so shoot, man, I can remember all them times he had us out there in the woods. Whether it's you know if they broke out, having them go track them down, helping them gather them up, put them up in the catch pen, loading them up, taking them down to Union Town or. He might have took them occasionally to Utah, you know, just to, you know, to sell them off um, those early Saturday mornings, waking up, going out there to do that and then go out in the woods and cut wood in the wintertime. And boy, I thought I, I, I hated that stuff as a kid. But, you know, now that I'm a lot older, I have a definite appreciation for how I was raised. And I think that's part of the reason why I be waking up so doggone early in the morning now can't sleep in so christian i apologize for bumping around so early in the morning waking you up sometimes but just between that and the military that's the reason i'm always up early in the morning and yeah like i said i had both my mom and my dad there man it's it's man it's a blessing like none other to have both of them around and even though my mom's not physically here anymore but I, just being a mama's boy and just being up on her for so long and then when she her last few years uh she came down with breast cancer with uh, a little bit after i graduated high school graduated high school in 2006 so that summer you, you know that summer after i graduated going into august you know she was first diagnosed with that so i spent a lot of time you know taking her back and forth up to like tuscaloosa and you know uh, with her treatments and stuff so i got to be close to my mom and then you know after she died i come pretty close with my dad too so man it's I, I can ramble on about that all day and man it's, it's it's just a blessing to have both parents and 
then you know come from a big family on both sides man it's i can just sit here and talk about my family alone all day man i got nothing but love for them. so and then i'll just touch on my career real quick man uh you know, I've been working ever since I was 16. I worked at that McDonald's down here in Greensboro. Ironically enough, my mom worked there. Shoot, from the time it opened up in like December 95 up until uh, when she really got sick and really was sick and didn't really want to go back to work, which is, um, I want to say, 2007, 2008 time frame. Um, you know, that was my first job. It was it was an experience, man. Got doggone. And then a part of thanks to my brother, you know, with the truck I was driving that uh, that mountain that he had back in the day with the with the wheels, and then he had the sound system. You know, they used to let me drive to school, man. Some of everybody remember me from driving his truck, man. That, I and then I uh, did a couple little little jobs at little temp temp service places um, in '07. You know, right before you know a little bit after my mom, you know, was through with her treatments for the first time, and then. You know, after, after, you know, that didn't work out. So I was out of work until I went into the military. And, you know, that was during the 2007, 2008, um, during the, during the recession time. So that was, those was hard times just being out of job. And then, of course, in 2009, I went off into the military, went into the Air Force in April 2009, spent five, almost five and a half years in. And I got out of the military in August of 2014. 14 yes 2014 and this is my first time getting on any kind of social media platform type thing or just officially saying that i got out of the military like when i was on facebook at the time i didn't i had got to that point where i just really stopped talking about like a lot of my big major moves in life on there because just face it i just look it ain't most of them folks damn business what i got going on anyway and if i wanted you to know i would tell you and I did what what was best for me at that time, and I felt like I did more than what I went into the military to do, and I was damn comfortable with my de uh, decision. I thought everything through. I put in, the, I did the research. I put in the work. I made sure I had my money together and before I got out, and man, it was the best decision I ever made, and at the time when I went in in 2009, that was the best decision I made, and at that time when I went in in 2009, was uh you know my mom was still you know wasn't really able to work and she was trying to get a disability and you know I wanted to help do what I could to help out with her bills and stuff but you know God had different plans and and it ultimately put me where I'm at right now more or less without going into a long story on this very first episode so yeah i, I yeah I, I i i can be here all day talking about this stuff so y'all forgive me if i'm rambling a little bit so yeah moving on from that i had well we'll touch on the time in the military a little bit you know i started out in san antonio at lackland that's why i did my basic training at then we went on up then to san angelo for 13 weeks three days for firefighter school and Ooh, excuse me yeah at that time it was um yeah it, it was rigorous man i went to basic in the spring um and by the time i graduated basic it was um the week after my 21st birthday so i got cooked in that sun in san antonio and christy i know if you out there listening you can you can vouch for how hot it is in san antonio because i know you you lived out there longer than i did 
and and then went to San Angelo out there in the desert, um, learning to be a firefighter, you know, all through the summer, wearing that hot ass bunker gear and stuff, and whew, it, it that that made a man out of me out there. I I really learned a lot about myself. So from there, I had went to my first base in Colorado Springs, and I was at the Air Force Academy stationed there for over three years, and those that was more or less without going into a long story right now those are some of the darkest days of my life out there but i wouldn't change because it made me who i am now and i did meet some good people out there so man shout out to y'all man there's too many of y'all name right now when i go into a episode talking about that i'll go more into detail and then i deployed once uh spent six months over in the desert as we call it in it was pretty. You know, it was. It was a fun experience, but at the same time, I think it could have been better because of the crew that, well, the upper management. But that's another story. And I finished my last year in the military in Barksdale down there in the Shreveport, Bossier City area. And man, it was. It was a definitely. It was a night and day experience from being in Colorado, going down there. But I made the best of it, and then. I didn't, I didn't been a few places and I just thought it was time to get out. And then after that, uh, you know, I, I got out with an honorable discharge and used my military benefits and stuff to pay for my CD, you know, my CDL school. So I went into truck driving school, got my CDL, and then I started out over the road for about six months. And then I moved back home to Tuscaloosa. I drove for Averett for a little while, about six months up there for the Mercedes plant. So I was back at home and when I was talking to some, seeing some of my classmates and stuff, people I ain't seen at that time, about five years, you know, people, they probably still, you know, some of them thought I was still in the military at that point. And some of them probably still think I'm in the military now. So, you know, we got that, you know, I, I was up there and then I decided to move to Montgomery, you know, after being up there for about six months and, I've been down in Montgomery ever since, and that was in March 2016. I've been out here almost four years now, and you know I got in the gas hauling down here, and who boy, them, them some stories of um, of his own I could tell, but I ain't gonna get into that right now. And then I eventually left the gas hauling business alone for a while, and drove for the Hibbets warehouse that was out there in Alabaster. And then after that, I that's when I decided to do my own thing, uh, get my own operating authority, as we call it, in the trucking, and start my own trucking business. And pretty much this is where I'm at right now, career-wise. And between, I'll say, the military. Yeah, hell, I even go back to, I got lifelong friends from school that, you know, even from, like, Head Start that I mentioned, up until, up until when I went into the military, I really met some good people there and then even you know even during that time when i was in the military up until now from the social media boom and the social media age man i'd have met so many people who've impacted my life in a positive way from um from plenty of people from uh, I, uh yeah it's just oh boy i'm just getting over with just just overwhelmed with joy just thinking about it man it's it's it's, it's a blessing to be able to meet the meet good people and they have good intentions and from all over the country, man. I'd have met, I'd have met a lot of people from, you know, the Midwest, like up in the Detroit area, Ohio, man. All the way, I, I didn't met people, you know, became cool with people as, you know, out in California now, you know, of course in the South, 
man, it's Pacific Northwest. Man, it's, it's it's just a blessing just sitting back there just thinking about it, man. It's I've met a lot of good people. It'd be too many people to even just sit here and name. And then even if I start naming some, I would probably forget somebody and then I wouldn't want them to be offended. But you know, if you you know, if, if we cool like that, man, y'all just just know y'all. I appreciate y'all. And then it's just crazy just thinking about like with some of the people I became cool with that was, you know, that's been down some of the same paths of life that I've been now because one guy in particular I'm thinking about a uh, good friend man he's like another brother to me like another big brother to me down there in Houston oh oh oh, oh Terrence Calloway he was born up then up there in Tuscaloosa he um retired out the Air Force him and his wife both and we were stationed in I uh well uh over there in the desert together in 2012 and we didn't know and then Another one of those things, you know, just a, a hobby brought us together. And then, because we both are car guys, and, and my older brother Dave, man, shout out to him again. He had drove my car to a, a car meet one time, and he connected with him. And then, eventually, me and Terrence met, and then it was just on from there. And it's just ironic that we've been, been, you know, been down some of the same same paths and been in some of the same places at the same time. I got another homeboy that lives in San Antonio that – Ironically enough, you know, when I got to talking to him, I know that he, you know, he he know my, you know, my girlfriend, you know, Christy, when she used to live down there, all because of cars, and we were stationed in um, at Barksdale and Bossier City together around the same time because he even knew some of the guys that was in the fire department I worked at. So, man, I'm telling you, the world is a very small place, very small. So, don't 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 sit there and just close, you know, just close your mind off and don't think that. You know that the world is such a big place it is a big place but at the same time it's not a big place so you'll never know who you will meet and then you'll never know who these people that you're gonna meet who they know so i'm gonna leave it at that and then like man some of my inspirations for even starting a podcast is first and foremost um i need to go ahead and check into the uh i need to get in uh get up and go to this go to the dragon's house and get in touch with christy and reason i say that because that's my girlfriend's youtube channel so go out and check that out she's one of the main well she's one of the main reasons why i decided to start this podcast because uh let her tell it she's not much of a talker and and she says i talk a lot and over time i've, I've grown to accept that but believe it or not um i know the people my some of my family and then uh, a lot of my classmates can vouch for this too. I didn't used to talk that much, like when I was in school and stuff. But then again, I was in my own shell, and yeah, it's I didn't really come into my own, and I wasn't really comfortable around a lot of folks. So back then, I ain't really talk. But now, I can talk. You know, just just depends on what the conversation, my mood, and all that. So shout out to my girlfriend Christy for you know even planting the seeds and the ideas of even doing this. And go check her out on YouTube, y'all. Um, Another inspiration, you know, I've listened to other many other podcasts throughout the years, and then I've taken notes of some that really that I really liked, and then I started to listen to, and they, you know, made me feel like I can get out here and do this. I'll just say, like, starting out with the sneaker box. Shout out to like Jumpman Bostic African Season them, man. I, I've been following their podcast since um, I want to say what was it when I got out of the military, 2014, 2015. They did a did a lot of things, man, reached a lot of people. 
with you you know with their platform i mean i fell off listening to them for a while but you know yeah it's that it's just amazing that how far you you know where these platforms will take you another one is uh don't kill the messengers podcast shout out to my cousin trey up in michigan and shout out to all my folks up there in michigan especially my grandmama aunties and uncles and everything cousins up that way and you know of course i listen to my boy stone cold steve austin show man um I'm an old wrestling nerd, man. So, uh, you know, back in the back in the day, in the late '90s, early 2000s, Attitude Era, man, I was a huge Stone Cold fan, still is. So, and then uh, also we're gonna bring it back down to the South with uh, some pe- uh, with one of my homeboys I went to school with. His podcast with his homeboy, Friendship Divided podcast, man. Shout out the the Roger and Trent, man. I can't wait for y'all really get back up in the studio and start doing some more stuff. Yeah, that especially that one. They really got me feeling like I could, you know, get on here and do a podcast too, man. And all of them are pretty, you know, all those podcasts are pretty good, man. So, um, and then my purpose with this podcast is I was, you know, stating a little bit earlier is I'm going to be talking about a lot of things that's been relevant in my life, like stories and stuff and just situations and things I've been through and like how I overcome them and, and, you know, just, and, you know, they're going to be relevant to my experience of being a black man in America and you know just from all the traveling i've done the people i met and then occasionally i'm gonna try to bring in a guest to somebody that i could talk to and ask questions and then let them talk about the same experience and we'll feed off each other and just go from there so we're going to be you know we're going to be talking about a wide array of things on here so um yeah i think i didn't rambled on just about enough of this this prologue this introduction and with my closing remarks i already gave my shout outs when i was mentioning my inspirations from starting this thing so man this your boy d frank i'm over here reminding y'all that man y'all need to take a deep breath and try to take things one day at a time i'm out talk to y'all later